You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello, welcome back. This is Adam Rosen. You're listening to Your Knee, Your Health. Uh, it's been a little while since uh, the last episode that was out on uh, January 30th, but um, I have some new episodes that'll be uh, coming your way now. Today's episode, I wanted to talk to you um, about a really common question that I get a lot is, you know, how do I know if I'm doing too much? Um, before we get into that, just a couple little housekeeping things. Uh, if you're not aware, um, I did uh, finally publish uh, the book that I've been working on for people just like you. Uh, it's called The Knee Book, A Guide to the Aging Knee. And uh, this book covers um, everything that you would want to know about your knee if you have knee pain and knee arthritis. Uh, this covers why knees hurt. It goes into you know what to understand about your x-rays. You know, Do you or do you not need an MRI? What are the simple non-operative things that you can do to help yourself and decrease knee pain all the way up through how do you know if you need a knee replacement? What is a knee replacement? What do we do? What are the risks? What are the complications? And what is important about the rehabilitation? Um, So definitely if you're in this uh, ballpark of dealing with your knee and trying to figure out um, what your next steps are and maybe get some answers to the questions that you may have, it's a great resource. Uh, Also, if you haven't checked out uh, my YouTube page, you can check that out where there's lots of videos. I'm going to put a video um, on this same topic. Um, I try not to just uh, video um, and record the podcast at the same time uh, because if you're using um, both, I want you to get a little bit of different information um, on both as opposed to just hearing the exact same thing, just duplicated um, both in voice and then staring at my face talking to you about it. So um, without further ado, let's talk about that common question. And you know, I have to kind of go back first and say, like you've heard me say before, knee replacements hurt. You know, I don't try to sugarcoat it. I do believe that, you know, knee replacements are one of the more, if not the most painful operation that we do um, when it comes to orthopedics. But you have to do your physical therapy. And, you know, I have patients, oh, I had my back surgery and I, you know, I just laid around and sat on the sofa. They told me to rest. And I'm like, that's great. You know, if you had a back fusion and you sat around on the sofa, the goal of that surgery was to make your back stiff and sticky and fuse. You know, if your idea is that you want to have a knee replacement, so you have a stiff, sticky, fused knee, be my guest, lay around on the sofa. But most people that I know don't want a knee that's stiff. They want a knee that has good range of motion. So this is a surgery where you got to get up and go. You got to move. And in doing so, you may have pain. And I hate the cliche of no pain, no gain, because that is true to a certain extent, but you have to be careful, right? Because um, you are having surgery and you're doing rehab, so you don't want to damage something. And that's, if you're listening to this, I'm sure that's the big reason that you're here. It's this fear of, will I do myself harm? And it's complicated. So overall, every day, every week, you should be having less pain. Again, on average, because you might wake up in the morning and have more pain um, because you haven't been moving, or you might do a lot of therapy today or maybe yesterday and have a little bit more pain, but on average, that pain is getting less. 
and your swelling should be getting less, and your range of motion should be getting better. Your endurance should be getting better. You know, your ability to walk should be getting better. Your need for medications should be going down. You know, if you're hurting and have swelling um, and all of those things are going in those positive directions, decreasing pain on average, increasing range of motion, decreasing swelling, then the pain that you're having is totally fine. If you're doing more and your therapist says, and your doctor says, man, you're doing great. You're way ahead of where most people are at this point. And you're having a lot more pain and swelling. Yes, for you, dial it back 10%. So I say like, don't stop. It's not go full bore. And if you hurt, stop. It means you're doing a little too much. Dial it back a little bit. Maybe if you're doing multiple sessions of therapy a day, eliminate one session. If you're walking a certain distance or using the bike, cut back the time or the distance a little bit. But what you may find is pulling back just 10% um, allows you to get back on track to where you were, which was a continuous progression of improvement. Now, it's hard because the caveat is, let's say you're one of these people where the doctor says, you're getting stiff, you're behind schedule, your therapist says, your knee's not doing as well as it should, and your complaint is pain and swelling. Um, We have to look for causes, is there something else going on? But for a lot of people, it just hurts and it's painful and stiff. And for you, if that's you, sometimes the trick is you got to push harder. And that's hard because people say, I am working hard. Um, It's hard when you don't know what a hundred other people are doing because you don't have any reference as to what you feel is working hard. Is it really as hard as other people are working? And that's where your therapist is really, really key. And you might need to talk to your doc or or their physician extenders. Um, But if you're behind as far as motion, and again, what I tell a lot of my patients is when you leave the hospital as far as bending, for example, you know, you should be at 90 degrees at two weeks, you should be at 100, at four weeks, you should be at 110, at six weeks, you should be at 120. Now, if you had only 70 degrees of bend um, before surgery, you know, and you're at 100 at six weeks, you're still doing good. You know, you're still way ahead of where you were before surgery. So again, you have to take all these with little asterisks. It all depends on the person. But if you're stiff and you're hurting and you have pain and swelling, Yes, the swelling may inhibit your motion, so you might have to work on different ways of decreasing the swelling with uh, more elevation, more icing, thigh-high compression socks, lymphatic massage, but you got to get the swelling down because the reality is if you don't do it now, that's going to lead to scar tissue. It's going to lead to a permanent problem. You're going to be stuck for the rest of your life. So that's one of the things you have to watch is motion, pain, and swelling. Now, the other big question that I get is about, let's say, distance walking, using the bike, things like that. We use a um, an app-based program in addition to everything else uh, called Force Therapeutics. So in there, I have recommendations for patients as to how far they should be walking at certain intervals. And all day, I hear from people, you know, that stuff, it was, it was too easy. Um, I was way ahead of that. And I hear from other people, that was too hard. I was way behind. And it's hard because every patient's different. My, you know, 56-year-old you know, guy and my 88-year-old lady, obviously you're going to get a lot of the same information because it's not artificially intelligent enough to, you know, recalculate everything for each individual person based on their preoperative activity. Um, So I'm constantly going to hear from some people that they're doing too much or they're not doing enough. But using those things again as a guideline that if you're walking, say, two miles and you're hurting a lot after you're walking and you're having more pain at night, back off, walk a mile. 
You know, if you're using the bike for 30 minutes and you're hurting and having pain, back off, go to 20 minutes, go to 15 minutes. But again, this is the person that is doing well and is on target or ahead of schedule. If you're on the bike for 10 minutes and you're having pain and swelling, but you're behind the eight ball, I'm sorry, but you're probably gonna have to work harder. You might have to do it more frequently. Maybe you can't do 20 minutes a day, but you could do five minutes four times a day. Or you could do 10 minutes you know, twice a day. Or do five minutes in the morning, 10 in the afternoon, five before you, you know, go to bed at night. So you can modify these things and manipulate them, but it's important to keep moving. And look at overall activity and time where sometimes you might have to break your session smaller. I have some people that just push really, really hard once. And for them, that might be okay. If you push really, really hard and you're having a lot of pain, break those sessions up into multiple increments throughout the day. I always say, like, this is a full-time job, you know, so this isn't just a half hour, hours of work. You know, this is nine to five or whatever time frame you want to look at, but doing these exercises multiple times a day is going to get you on target. But you got to just be aware of all of those things together. And yes, you can do too much. That's the simple answer. It's hard after knee replacement to do too much to harm yourself or do damage. Because if you look at the activity steps, most people are doing way less than your average human being after recovery. Because again, you're recovering from knee replacement surgery, but you wanna keep all of those things in mind and talk to your therapist. So you know, make sure that you're hitting your goals as far as range of motion. Make sure you're getting off your walker, your cane, your other assisted devices on target. Make sure your strength and endurance is getting better. Make sure your swelling is decreasing. Make sure your pain is getting less. And as all as long as all of those things are going in the right direction, whatever you're doing is okay. Um, but if you're having increasing pain, increasing swelling, and the fear is that you are doing too much, the check for that is, how is my motion? How is my recovery? Am I way ahead of schedule and I'm having these increased symptoms? Dial it back. Am I having these increased symptoms and I'm behind schedule? Talk to your doctor and therapist, make sure there's nothing else wrong. The reality is you might actually have to work harder, even though you're having pain and swelling to catch up. And what I find for a lot of people, if they get caught behind in the beginning, even though they're having increasing pain, once they get back on target, increasing range of motion, they actually tend to see less swelling and they actually tend to see less pain and they actually start to catch back up to everybody else. So just, I hope some food for thought on that common question that a lot of people have is, am I doing too much and am I gonna harm myself this hopefully answers some of those questions. So wishing you a good and speedy recovery. Uh, until next time, thanks for listening. I'm Adam Rosen. You've been tuning in to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.